Hello! Welcome to Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Episode 11, Coppin State. Oh, <laughs> that was a rough game to watch. Follow me on Instagram, at Burning Springs. Email, unreasonabledoubtwv at gmail.com. Send me your emails. I will read them on this podcast. I got another one. I'm going to read it later. You can also follow the podcast on Facebook. Type in the search feature, Unreasonable Doubt. The podcast page should come up. Press a blue thumb to like the page and follow the podcast there. West Virginia was without Lamont West tonight. It did not matter. West Virginia won by 39 points. We're in the holiday season. There's company Christmas parties, other things that are going on where you you have a busy schedule and you may not have caught the West Virginia versus Coppin State game, but maybe you saved it on DVR. Do not watch this game. You get to the DVR, you see the line for the basketball game, delete that and move on with your life because it was not a fun game to watch. It was rough. The teams combined for 89 missed shots. College basketball games are 40 minutes, two 20-minute halves. Ten minutes into the game, the score was West Virginia 9, Coppin State 7. Neither team had cracked double digits. 10 minutes into the game. That's less than one point a minute. And that's not fun to watch. And the crowd was not lively. The kids are away for winter break. So not a full house. And it was very quiet in the Coliseum. Because nobody made any shots. West Virginia... Only had a one-point lead, 18-17, to and then cracked the game open. Was up 42-18 at the half and never looked back. MVP for tonight's game, aggressive. Neck tattoo, freshman, Teddy Allen. Career-high 24 points, nine rebounds. He was so aggressive. Don't shoot threes. Really going for a shot. Very active around... The rim, don't shoot threes. He was doing Colossus screams when he'd make a shot and get fouled. A lot of fun things for Teddy tonight, don't shoot threes. Really into it. And with Lamont West out, don't shoot threes. He was really called on to score some points because there wasn't a lot of them. And so Teddy was the MVP for tonight's game. Don't shoot threes. Kanate was the anti-MVP of tonight. He is a barely lovable knucklehead. In the first half, he, and of course, the live broadcast didn't catch it because there's too many times in the broadcast where AT&T Sports Network is showing a replay and they miss things that happened during the game or they have the wrong camera shot. 
So in this case, when you saw the replays of what Kanate did, he did what I would... I've seen this move. He hit the guy with both elbows, one after the other. And the only other place I've seen that is in the game Street Fighter 2. And it's part of a combination that you can land in Street Fighter 2 to set up the wicked uppercut. The Yugen! Which was so fun. Uh, the, the mainstay for that game. But you can't do that on a basketball court. And so needless to say, Huggins sat him for most of the game after he tried to do a Street Fighter move. So he's all over the place. Barely lovable Sagabar Kanate. Random thoughts coming up. Some random thoughts from tonight's game. Coppin State did something I haven't seen in a basketball game for quite some time. They got a steal, which was good. And they had four guys on their fast break, which is good. And only one guy was back for WVU. It was Miles. And so that's great. And so with those odds, four versus one on a fast break, at the worst, you would think that Cobb and State would get fouled by the one guy. At the worst. But a very strong chance that they're going to make a layup. That, in fact, did not happen. They threw the ball pretty much directly to Miles, who was under the basket. So, yes, they're a terrible team. Yes, they haven't won a game this season. Even so, it's very difficult to blow the 4-on-1 fast break. But congratulations to you, Coppin State. You succeeded where I didn't think a team could do that. So congratulations to you. Coppin State's head coach, you may remember this guy, Juan Dixon, who was the leader of the national champion Maryland Terrapins back in the early 2000s. So now he's coaching at Coppin State. And that's... I guess that's interesting in a, oh, I remember that guy. But what was more interesting is the broadcast, the sideline reporter was talking about Juan Dixon and his credentials and that it was his first year as Coppin State's head coach. And so they're panning in the camera on Juan Dixon. And what is Juan doing? He is doing some serious pinky nail biting. <laughs> he was going to town on that pinky. So much so that they had to, you know, the broadcast is like, all right, let's 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 get off of the head coach and go down the bench because he's obviously biting his pinky now. And so they cut back to the action. I think Carter's at the line and he makes a free throw. And they're like, okay, let's cue the shot back on Juan Dixon. They're still talking about him. And he still, they go back, and it's a brief second because he's still biting on his pinky nail. It was amazing. He, legit, I had to go back and, and counted it. 30 straight seconds of 
biting one fingernail. Now I'm a I'm a nail biter myself, but I save that for the car. I like to bite my nails while I'm driving, specifically at red lights. That's where I do my nail biting. But I don't know if I've focused on one nail for 30 seconds. So I guess congratulations to you, Juan Dixon. That was I was impressed, and it made me laugh really hard. So thank you for that. The last final thought, Javon Carter did a Harlem Globetrotters move. He was inbounding the ball. The guy was turned around, and he threw it off his back and made a layup. So I enjoyed that. That was a fun thing to watch. But let's be clear. And again, I don't, I, I've talked about this before. I don't play pickup basketball anymore. But if somebody threw it off my back on an inbounds and then made a shot, things are happening so quick and I may not be able to foul him at that point. But be assured that later on in that game, that guy is going to get fouled by me hard. It's all going to be above board. It's going to be legal in that I'm not going to punch the guy. Am I going to push him really hard? Yes, I am. Because you can't let somebody do that to you (laughs) on a basketball court. Um, So you retaliate by fouling that person really hard. In the most respectful way. Final thoughts coming up. Some final thoughts from the Coppin State game. WVU found themselves back in the top 10 of both the AP and the coaches' polls. Hot take alert! I'm not convinced WVU is a top 10 team. We're going to find out soon because conference play starts. And West Virginia will face very good to good teams every time out. Where so far in the Narn Conference, they lost to a really good team. First game of this season, midnight in Germany. They beat Virginia at home. Virginia's a good team, so that is a solid win. They beat an okay Missouri team. And then they beat a bunch of teams that aren't very good. And so... If West Virginia was not in the top 20 or top 10, I would argue that they should have this record. Maybe they'd be 9-2 and two instead of 10-1. and one. But I don't know. Let's wait and see. Let's wait and see and we're going to find out soon if this is a top 10 team. And it definitely helps the cause when West Virginia get Issa, gets Issa Mod back. Because he's he should be really good. And that'll make the team better. But tell me I'm wrong. Send me an email. UnreasonableDoubtWV at gmail.com The email for this episode comes from Niles Wonderstone. He lives in Canal City, West Virginia. So that's closer to home. Josh, love the podcast. 
It cracks me up. But you're not very optimistic about the team. That's okay. Everyone's different, right? Your perspective on basketball is not the reason that I'm your biggest fan. The reason is I, too, have a speech impediment. I think it's brave to do a podcast when you don't have a voice for radio. You've inspired me to do my own podcast. It's going to be focused on life hacks. The working title is Hack Your Life to Pieces. Keep up the good work, Niles. Well, thank you, Niles. I would definitely change the name of your podcast. That sounds ominous and and threatening. So change that, but I'll be on the lookout for your podcast. But yeah, I had speech therapy when I was in grade school. So I appreciate your support, uh, your support. And I'll look for that podcast, but I'll do a search by your name because I'm not recommending that you go with that podcast title. But anybody can do a podcast. You don't have to have a voice for radio. I'm living proof. I have dozens of listeners to prove it. So continue to listen to this podcast on Anchor. Hey, Niles, use the Anchor app. It's a great way to easily publish a podcast. You can listen to this show on anchor.fm slash unreasonable doubt. You can also listen to this podcast on Google Play and Apple Podcasts. If you go that route, subscribe to the podcast, rate the podcast five stars, and leave a review. Please do that. Those are nice things to do. Next episode or next game comes this Saturday at noon against Fordham from the Atlantic 10 Conference. Ken Pomeroy ranks Fordham's offense 326th out of 351 teams. So that might be a recipe for a WVU win. I am looking forward to that because after that, West Virginia gets into the Big 12 conference schedule, which is going to be brutal. But they should be fun games to watch. I'm looking forward to all of it. Tune in next time. Until then, this has been Unreasonable Doubt. I'm Josh Witt. WVU is 10-1. and 1.